Connor, I'm sorry, okay? Why? I'm sorry that I hate the show so much I had to cancel. Is it because you hate it or you didn't have time? Well, it's because I didn't have time, but I thought you <laughs> wanted to play on the fact that I, I hate it. Well, it's both. We'll say it was both. Sure, why not? Well, yeah, I tweeted about it because you tweeted on the... That's at uh, 50 Doctor on Twitter. Uh, yeah. You tweeted about it and then I retweeted it and said, send all hate messages to Greeny Pro. Um, mm. And you didn't get one, so there you go. Everyone I didn't get you. one. So that either means that people respect my decision or no one No listened. one saw it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy days. I'm going to go with that people respect my decision. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally agree. It. That's literally the one I would pick too. Yeah. But yeah, look, um, yeah, sorry to the listeners if you're expecting a show on Thursday. Uh, I am literally in the, the very last few weeks of my degree and I was absolutely fucked. And I looked at the schedule and was like, look, won't be the worst thing in the world if we, we push that back by a few days. So that's what happened there. But now you have it. The, we just built the hype for the season three finale even more, right? Mm, yeah, exactly. Mm. I literally watched Big this episode hype. like two weeks ago. <laughs> so it's been a while. Yeah. And I, I was like, finally going to talk about it, which is nice. Mm, I watched it about a week ago. So um, about a week about ago. About a week ago! <laughs> God, we're so cringe. Um, <laughs> no wonder no one listens. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look. <laughs> look, I promise. Mine and Connor's Christmas extravaganza, which we're mm. filming extravaganza. Yeah, Extravaga- extravaganza, which we're filming in a few days. We'll mm-hmm. make up for it. We'll make it super fun, and we'll make this finale real fun, won't we, Connor? Yeah, that's why I'm cracking this open and. Mm. Uh, Pour myself a, a glass of uh, aged Jameson. I think it's like Very tw- nice. I don't know, I, twelve years. Twelve years. I myself aged. am celebrating a uh, the finale with a a glass of Canadian Club. I've already had a few of these, so we'll uh, we'll see how we go. Yeah. Um, I oh sorry, a girl just texted me. My phone nearly fell. All right, I'm good. Cute. I'm ready to go. I'm excited to watch this review. This episode. Here baby! come the drums, here come the drums. Hey there, baby, baby. And supernatural. Hey, hey, I love that voodoo child. It's fucking, it's great. I also, <laughs> I started listening to, I can't decide whether you should live or die. I have no, such probably go a crazy heaven. thing to say about that kind of stuff when we get into it. Because you're about to... You're about to go to school with something, with the the stand version of not even just stand. It was on Netflix as well. But when we get there, I'll talk about it. Interesting. Mm, it is. It really is interesting. And the only reason I know this is because I used to obviously watch these episodes on like DVD and Blu-ray and stuff. Mm. But um, yeah, you're so, quite interesting. That's all. If I'll you say. didn't get, if you didn't get from that conversation today, we are talking about the. Uh, sure, epic uh, season three finale. The sound of the drums and the last of the time, lords. Connor, for the very last time this season, shall we go into our epic rap theme song? Press that sting, Aiden. You are pressing it. 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50%. Pop, 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 cat, cat, cat. Boom, boom. So, boom, 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 boom. 
The Sound of the Drums is the twelfth episode of the third series of the revived British television science fiction television. I read that wrong. Series Doctor Who it was Doctor broadcast Who. on BBC One on the twenty third of June two thousand and seven. It is the second of three episodes that formed a link narrative following Utopia and followed by the last of the Time Lords. In the episode set in the twenty first century, the alien try and travel of the Master. Oh, that's actually kind of fun. Sorry. Every every time they do a Wikipedia thing, they always start with the alien time traveler, the Doctor. That's David right. Tennant. Power day Tennant. This time they start with. They got a bit creative this time, and they said, the alien time traveler, the Master John Sim, uh-huh. uses a network of mobile phone satellites to hypnotize the world and influence the population of the United Kingdom into electing him prime minister. Following the election, he makes contact with an invading race. He calls the Toclafe. What? Bum bum bum. Wowie, wowie, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Ah, is that it? Is that the synopsis done? That's it. Sorry. That's all right. Was it um, good enough? No, nah, that's okay. It's good. It's good. I love how you do that. <laughs> I actually do. It's really good. All right, we're jumping it's into cute, it, right? Yeah, fuck it. You go first, like all usual. Right. You hog. You fucking hog. No, I like it because you walk us through the show, and I like chime in on it. Fuck you, um, you literally always ask me. And I, I always feel bad about doing it first, but you do always I'm ask polite. me. I'm just a polite boy. No, Thanks, you man. go first, champ. Thank you, sir. Uh, like I said, I watched this episode like two weeks ago. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I, I I was really excited to watch it. I didn't like mm. it as much as I used to. I don't know why. Mm. It just didn't really sit very well with me. But I think... Let's be real, it's, Connor. Hey? It's, it's a bit shit. Okay, so you feel the same way. I mean, there's good parts and bad parts yeah. that we'll get into, but upon the whole, for especially for a Russell era finale, yeah, it's a bit shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, I haven't watched it in years, which is why I was really excited to rewatch it. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't love it that much. I, especially the first part, I found it quite slow and boring for a final. Um, really, I'm the opposite. I really? thought the first part was like kind of good, and uh, really? a few goofy bits here and there. But the well, second, like the second part, part is so part fucking weird. It's yeah, so, that's, even, the, that's even weirder. It's like Mark Geddes wrote it. I love Geddes, but for a finale, no yeah. thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I enjoy the second part a bit more, but not by much. Um, yeah. I like how uh, you get to see uh, the, they finally use like, the Vortex Manipulator, which got them off Utopia. Uh, it's a cool little... Um, it's cool to see how they got off the planet, which I thought was, was pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, we then get to see the master, who obviously is now the prime minister of Great Britain. I like how the whole time they were traveling, this was this was going on. I think that's that's kind of cool. It plays again with the time stuff. Well, um, I just think the the script is fucking cheesy as fuck, though. It's like mm. this this country needs healing. This country <laughs> needs medicine. In fact, what this country really needs right now. Is a doctor. Is a doctor. And it's like this. I it's love like this how cheesy. in the Utopia yeah. next time trailer they zoom in on his smile and literally. they do like the ding. Yeah, literally. It's like oh come on. And they look. I'm getting really sick. It's only in Russell's era when they do like the. I like the TV stuff, but they always zoom in so fucking close where it's mm. just little pixels, and it's starting to get really annoying. I like it, but yeah, it, it, it's just kind of. I think the whole thing is kind of dumb. I, I know he's hypnotic and I know he has, you know, fooled the whole country to vote for him. But I just think it's pretty dumb. The idea that he's even in 
Downing Street, the fact that he even got in. Yeah. It's pretty fucking silly. He literally kills like 20 people in a room and no one asks questions. And I think we're just, <laughs> we're just, we're led to believe that the reason why you shouldn't question it is because they're all hypnotized. It's like, what? That doesn't really make any sense. I, it, it, it's all a bit dumb. Like, even stuff like, even little stuff like, uh, Tish getting the job and she doesn't even question it. It's like, what even is Tish's job? She was helping Lazarus randomly. Yeah. I don't know what she was doing before. And now suddenly she's in Parliament. It's like, what? Is no one... Again, it's like, do is every single one of these plot holes just happen to be... It's because they were hypnotized. It's like, nah, surely not. Mm. Um, I like the scene where they're in Martha's apartment until there's a fucking pipe bomb attached to Martha's TV. And it's so obviously a prop as well. <laughs> Literally. Oh my god, it looks like it came off like a fucking western like from the 70s. Mm-hmm. It's so To be weird. fair though, the so scene weird. that follows with that where they're doing like the... Uh, they, they go to the Martha's mum's house and stuff like that and they got shot out and the doctor's like, Martha, reverse. Martha, Take reverse. Aim. Reverse. Fire. And like... Did you notice there's a hell weird like they do it in Doctor Who Heaps like when they cut to the they cut to a shot where it's always in the car and it looks like a fucking potato filmed it. It's like a GoPro one. Yeah, literally, it looks so shit, and you're like, oh fuck's sake. And I don't know how no one no one got fucking killed. Like the whole back window gets smashed in. Jack's like, I know Jackson more, but he doesn't even get shot. But yeah. I do like that scene. I do love how Martha's dad, like, fucking wrecks the whole plan by screaming down the phone. It's like, Dad, just say yes. He's like, yes! Run, Martha, get out! Run! <laughs> I love it so much. You did this! You fighting oh. Saxon! Oh, God, it's so funny. Makes me laugh so much. Um, yeah. Uh, the master fucking kills people with gas. He gets away with it. Um... There's a scene where they kind of explain like how some people don't get hypnotized. That's dumb as well. Again, all these people are getting killed down the street. No one notices. Like, she literally gets fucking slaughtered by like three uh, toglophene. Yet yeah. again, no one, no one finds out. I really do like. I think it's very jazzy that um, the email gets sent to Torchwood, and uh, we get to see an amazing scene where Jack. Just right after another amazing scene where the Doctor's talking about Gallifrey. And we finally get to see it for the first time, which I thought was really cool. I remember mm, as a young lad, awesome. I was like, that's lit. Shot a lot of really effort well. into that. I know it's mm. a bit of a segue, but... Uh, um, yeah, definitely. A lot of an effort went into that, like, visual effects-wise. But also, like, you know, they obviously built new Time Lord uh, uniforms and stuff. And they obviously went to a location yeah. and shot that stuff. Um it wasn't just like a cheap thing they did. They put a bit of effort into conveying that, um, which I, I yeah, think was, totally was quite good. And the score comes back. Um, hmm. Gallifrey, our child at our home, which again, I said it last time, is one of my favorite pieces from Mario. I think it's beautiful. Ah, so good. And um, then we get the... <laughs> Oh, 
<laughs> it slaps. It goes so hard. It really does. I'm like fucking Fuck jamming. Fuck me, we're lame. Right now. We literally <laughs> fucking suck, honestly. We love fucking film scores and TV scores. Um, most people don't even know what the Too fuck much, that is. Mate. The only amount of times I, was, I say I like film and movie scores, someone's like, what does that mean? I'm like, the music's in the background of scenes. So They're like, what that? It means nothing. I'm like, yeah, maybe to you. Um, <laughs> I think my parents are going to walk in any second now because I don't think yeah. they're recording. But either way, that's the common thing for the show. Um, yeah, the scene where Jack explains torture, the doctor's so. like, nah, fuck you, you fucking suck. They were behind everything that ruined my life. And he's like, when I rebuild it, I did it in your honor. I love that line. It's it's very true. Um, mm. I love how uh, I love how they do the whole um, TARDIS key thing. Again, it's never used again. I don't even know how it works, but apparently, again, we're, there's so much stuff in this episode where you're just meant to think. Oh, I guess that's what it is. You know, like the whole TARDIS yeah. key thing is like again, it's never used again. It never gets mentioned before. Um, either way. Uh, I like. I really. There's a hilarious scene because I, obviously I love John Sim as the master. Um, I'd watched him yeah. in Life on Mars before he played the master, so to see him in I'd something love to watch was that. really cool. What Life on Mars? I really would love to watch it. Yeah, but it, it's not. It's never been available anywhere to to stream or anything in Australia. I know. I literally just checked then if the um. It's not really a spin-off show, but there's another show. Ashes called, to Ashes. Yeah. yeah, Ashes to Ashes. Yeah, which is. Uh, pretty much as good i wouldn't say it is better but it's like really it's still really good um mm. well worth watch it's literally it's literally got most of the cast from uh life of mars it's got three characters from life of mars um mm. but yeah i loved him in that so to see him in this like he he's so funny like, i love how like he he hold the whole whole of martha's family um was getting like dragged to the plane and like the master goes to like shake their hand and he like quickly pulls it away and like does this and I'm like that's like that's yeah. like funny like it, it was really the, the thing really is good. these episodes you're right they're so cheesy um, and you know one of my main flaws especially with the second part is it plays on so, so many tropes but mm. not in a fun way it just like rehashes every apocalyptic alien invasion story uh, it doesn't really add anything to it but the thing that makes this two part of work is having John Sim as the master. Yes, I totally um, agree. Without him, this would be like like we said, it's a pretty shit for a finale. But like, yeah, I'm so um, surprised you agree. Without with me. him in that role, it'd be so much worse. Yeah, I totally agree. It's interesting you believe uh, agree with me because I I thought maybe I was just like maybe I watched it on like a bad day. Cause it's like I remember really liking it before, but we get to see the value, yeah. which is cool. Uh, mm. I think it comes back again in um, before Avengers copied it. Yeah, literally, literally. Yeah, the Valiant. I think the Valiant's in. Um, it's definitely in Sometimes Tragedy, and I think it is shown again in uh, Journey's Journey's End and stuff in Stolen Earth. Yeah, in the um, from memory in the Stolen Earth, you see it getting fucked up by some Daleks. Nah, I love that. The Valiant's cool. Um, it looks very bad. I'm not trying to knock the <laughs> CG because I know that it was a long time ago, but it does look very fucking shit. But I know someone spent a lot of time working on it, and they probably won't give them much of a budget. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna diss it. Uh, yeah. Fucking the the U.S. president and it's it, it. I don't get it. Again, yeah. like there's such weird. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Oh, Hi, God. Jane. How you Still going? My mum to walk in. <laughs> Literally, my mum's about really to come in parents. as well. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Ha 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 ha
<laughs> I literally, I, I wouldn't be surprised if my fucking mum comes in in a second. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Did you find it weird that like the mask is just like he suddenly is just president, prime minister? Sorry, and then he's like, all right, there's this new alien species. I'm gonna introduce him to Earth. Tough shit if you don't like it. And then suddenly, <laughs> everyone's like, okay, cool. And it's like, what? Yeah, no worries. What? And again, is it is it because they're hypnotized? It just seems like everything is happening. Like, there's so many things that you're just meant to be like, oh, okay, I guess so. Um, the president gets fucking murdered. And it's like... And again, <laughs> it's like, we're meant to... We're meant to really, like, be, like, intrigued. Sorry, funny hell. We're meant to be really intrigued in, like the villains in like the final like the Toglafine they fucking suck they're just they've got no development they don't even have names they don't even have like individual yeah. names like they're just such boring villains and like it's cool to find out that in the um in the next part obviously uh he could only go to uh the year trillion or current day earth and I like how the master used that to his plan I thought that was really smart and he used all the people to do the Toglafine mm. that's kind of clever but like Again, yeah. they're just such boring villains, they, and they look—they're pretty shit. So boring, yeah. Yeah, the only thing that does work with them, I think, is the twist. Yeah, the twist is cool. The twist is cool. I like the twist. Um, now, one of the worst things, in fact, I think the worst thing in this episode, and not any—not any—I don't even mean just this episode. I mean the whole season. I actually fucking hate the the. I think it's called the the uh, whole Lazarus thing came back and it's cool to think that but I fucking hate the old doctor I think it's so dumb and it gets so much worse in the yeah. second part when it becomes this like CGI doctor and it looks fucking so awful bad. it looks terrible it really looks fucking bad <laughs> I ha- look it is so shit the makeup for him being old is, is really good but it doesn't excuse the fact that it's so fucking dumb. Mm, I agree. I was surprised by those cosmetics. And uh, yeah, of course we get, here yeah. come the drums. Here come the drums, here come the drums. Baby, baby, baby. Baby, baby, baby. baby. Oh, God. And it's like, I love how like they try and like make it look like people all around the world are watching the transmission. They have like, they obviously are just trying to make it look like there's a scene in America and it's just like jocks wearing like those those like American jack <laughs> like football jackets and it's so obvious that it's just some fucking yeah, yeah. Brit wearing like <laughs> and the toggle thing comes smashing through the window and it's like this awful zoom in on someone screaming and uh, yeah he moves one tenth of the population so again Martha uses the vortex manipulator and uh, lands on Earth. And it just looks bad. And at this point in the episode, I thought I'd be really excited for the second part, but I wasn't. But you take it away, Aiden. You talk about the episode. I'm ratting on like an old mm. woman, like an old doctor, you might say. Okay, so, uh, Sound of the Drums, right? That's the first part, yeah, I think. Yeah? Uh, yes, last last time was is the last part. Yeah, gotcha. So, yeah, look, like I said, I, I preferred it over the second part. Um, mainly, I think, because it's a bit more grounded. And I, I am a sucker. I, I do like for those sort of scenes when it's like um, everyone turns against someone, like like the government turning against like the doctor and them getting chased down and shit like that. I think it's cool. Mm. Like I always kind of love that in like a Spider-Man movie or something where the cops turn on Spider-Man or, you know, I'm, ch- I can't, I'm trying to think of an idea of a um, example right now, but I can't. Um, 
Yeah. But I, I, I do kind of love love those things where uh, your heroes become outlaws. Um, I, I kind of dig that shit and this episode obviously played on that a lot. Um, I think there's some... Uh, I, I think the first part has some really interesting stuff going for it. Um, again, some really good character moments. Um, but you can also just see these seeds being planted for things, especially in the last five minutes where you're like, oh no, this might go a bit shit in part two. Um, <laughs> you know, you see the doctor when he's like, oh, and he's getting fucking oh, changed into the older sake. version of the doctor. Oh, can, you know, all I could think of when watching that was obviously it's like a fast forwarded clip or something with like a different frame rate or something um, to pull off that effect. Right. Um, but David must have had to like just move him around in the chair like that for like a minute or so for yeah, them to do that. Effect. I would love to like, see how they filmed that. I'd love to see that. Just like normal footage of that. I'd love to see it. That's hilarious. <laughs> Honestly. Um, yeah, some cool scenes. Um, I do like that the car chase scene. You're right. Someone probably should have got shot or something, but I think it was cool. Um, and it's like, fuck it. I love it. Fuck it. Yeah, it, to be honest, it is one of those things where I'm like, fuck it. It's Doctor Who versus the police. It's good shit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And yeah, I dig that kind of stuff. I, I think it does drag in parts in the, in the second half. Um, but the, the Titus Key thing, it's cool. It works. Um, kind of dumb that it works when it probably could have been used in the past before um, and also could be used in the future. So it's just kind of like a dumb loophole that they did for the sake of this episode that they never really came back to. Um, so that's a little bit silly. Uh, like we said, John Sim, he's the fucking goat. Everyone is actually uh, on point here. Um, someone that I really liked actually as well was Lucy. I really believed her, uh, um, the master's wife. Yeah, it's cool how like, yeah, she's obviously, what I like the most about her character is that like, she is obviously like someone that he's chosen and she's like a victim. She's almost like a slave to him and she doesn't know it because of the 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 hypnotic part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in uh in part two, that shit gets a bit dark. I've never picked up on this as a kid, but now as a as a grown man watching it for the first time in a while, um, she comes out with like uh bruises on her face and stuff. No way. Yeah, do you not do you not pick up on that? No. Yeah, she's like got uh some marks on her face for the entire second part. What? Yeah, I think I it gets covered that. up with makeup later on or something, but I know definitely at the start of part two, talk. at the start of part two, it's very noticeable. And uh, I was kind of like, you know, kudos for, for them doing that, to be honest. Um, Fair enough. I'll, I'll Google while you, when you talk. Yeah. While you talk. Unless something happens in part one where she gets like hit by a toclophane or something, I don't know. But <laughs> I, I read into it as it being, um, yeah, the master fucking yeeted her in the face or something. Which is um, yeah, obviously Jesus. pretty tragic. That is dark. It is. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I like the scene when uh, they become like public entity number one and the, the, the doctor's uh, phone call with the doctor just before that. Um, sorry, did I say the doctor's phone call with the doctor? I meant, I meant the doctor's yes. phone call with the master just before that. Uh, where, you know, they're talking about Gallifrey. The doctor's talking about what he saw there and things like that. And then, um, I, I kind of like how this season, to be honest, there's a lot of arc this season, a lot of character arc this season, which I enjoyed. Um, but I also love that it's been a season 
where the Doctor comes to terms with what happened in Gallifrey, you know? Like, season one, he was very, right. like, that shit fucked me up. Season two, I think, was maybe all about distraction and steering away from that kind of thing. Um, and then season three has been very, like, it's all kind of come back to him a little bit with the Master's return. And, um, you know, we, we kind of see in Gridlock when he opens up to Martha that, you know, maybe he's started to mature. Maybe not mature, but he's uh, started to move on from that that tragedy and that loss. That's a good way. It's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, and I think season three has just been all of that stuff sort of coming coming back and him having to sort of face a few of those uh, grievances, I guess. Um, which I've enjoyed, and I, I think part one pulls that stuff off really greatly. Um, like we said, that incredible flashback's really good. Uh, the only thing with that scene, right, uh, the, the flashback stuff's great, but when the Doctor's telling that story, right, I don't know how much you picked up on this. As a kid, I always thought that scene was, like, green-screened when they're in the warehouse, because the back looked weird. And I've... I now understand what that is, why, why that is, because I was looking at it uh, the other day when I was watching it, and I was like, this scene looks fucking weird, you know? So the Doctor, Martha, Jack sat around a, like a, the fire in the warehouse or whatever. Um, yeah, right. And so the background is very blue, right? And I remember watching Confidential, and they were like, yeah, we're putting a bunch of like redheads up in the, um, in the windows to shine light through all of the windows. It was like a really big set they had for it. And I was like, fuck, so it wasn't green screened. So I went in and I watched it, the other day, and was like, this still looks fucking weird. What? Why does it look weird? And I realized what the issue is, is like, they've done a cool thing that is very popular with uh, film these days. It's a quite a big uh, Roger Deakins trope, actually, to to blend a lot of colors. So, like, have the background a different color than the foreground, uh, which is really cool when done right. Um, and a lot of that will have to do with having, like, a motivated light on the character's face. Um, for example, there's a scene in Sicario where, like, the background is, like... Um, maybe a teal, uh, yellow, barry colour, but um, Emily Blunt is sat there at the bar and there's, like, blue lights coming off the bar and so she's all in blue. Um, but it works because it's motivated lighting. So in this scene, what they did was they made the motivated right. lighting the the fire and they made the back the background blue because of, like, moonlight or whatever. Um, but what they okay. fucked up was that the motivated lighting of the, of the fire doesn't... I'm sure that maybe they did have a light coming from that area, but there's also warm lights coming from up above. So, like, you can see it reflecting on the top of their heads, like a, a golden glow from, from the light, which, obviously, that's what kind of ruins the effect because there shouldn't be any warm light up there. This is just, like, a small, I guess, like, a, a goof for the week. Let's play one note of goof for the week. Uh, hey -o. Hey -o. Uh, um Yeah, maybe I went into a little bit too much detail on that, but... um. It was just something that uh, I spotted and I was like, man, uh, kudos for trying that. That was really cool, but you kind of fucked it up. And for me, it's always been really jarring, that scene, because of that. Um, but it's easy to get sucked back into that scene because the performances are that damn good. Um, and then the cliffhanger was quite good. Other than the old Doctor, it's not too bad in this part because he's still uh, David Tennant. He's not CGI. <laughs> um, and every, like everything getting fucked is like kind of sick and I kind of like that shit um, and when Martha has to like mm -hmm. teleport down to earth and she looks and everything's fucked up it's like oh shit like because this is the first time they kind of do like a whole kind of the world is fucked story you know um, because previously 
uh, you know, parting the ways is in space. Um, and then in Doomsday and stuff, it's like, sure, the Cybermen walk around on, in, on the Taj Mahal and shit like that. But it, you but only no, really see that shit that. happen in London, you know? Um, yeah, exactly. So this is sort of the first time where it's like, oh, it, 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 it did feel a bit more like the world is fucked. And especially because they made it like a year-long apocalypse, I think that kind of helped it. Um, but yeah, upon the whole, I know I rambled there a lot specifically about that lighting thing. Sorry, I just, I've been doing a lot of uh, research into lighting and stuff recently. Um, and it, it, so it just pissed me off. Uh, <laughs> but right. yeah, upon the whole, sound of drums, pretty good. Uh, could be better. More like sound of bums. Sound of bum bum, baby. That was pretty good. Yeah, it sure was. Um, I really want to tell you about this thing. Go on then. I can't describe it, and I don't know how. I don't know what is wrong with it on Stan, but I noticed as well it was on it was on Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything about edited down versions of episodes. I mean, I know there's there's this joke on Tardis posting about how. Maybe it's not a joke, but there was a joke on Tars posting a while ago where like they said that sometimes on Netflix they cut out a few things. Do you know if that's true or not? Because I think it was just a joke, but it might be true. No, I, I know that stuff has happened before. Um, sometimes it can be due to rights. Um, ah, quite often on, okay. on shows in particular, uh, I don't know if you know the sort of Scrubs controversy, but like if you watch right. Scrubs on a streaming service... Um, there's a big chance that 50% of the songs used in Scrubs um, are replaced with different songs because the uh, rights at the time, uh, obviously they didn't know the streaming services were going to be a thing. So they kind of had like a 10-year contract or whatever to use the right. songs in the episode. Uh, but now because of stream, streaming service, serve, bleh, because of streaming services, those shows now have a, a longer shelf life kind of. Um, and sometimes it'll just be too expensive to get the rights to those songs now. Right. Well, that explains one of them. But there's mm-hmm. two others that I know because, like I said, I used to watch it on DVD, so I know the scenes. Now, yeah, one of them feels like I'll have to tonight when we're done. I'll send it to you on on Facebook. Like I'll send you a, a video of it. Mm. It's so weird. It almost feels like I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. But um, the scene between Martha and Tom Milligan being stopped by the Togolfine and he shows his ID. And the scene where everyone breaks free and tries to get the screwdriver to the doctor so he can shoot the master. Yeah. Between that, so you know the scene where Jack is pulling on the uh, on the chains to break free. Mm-hmm. It's like there's this cut that is so clearly not right. It cuts between the scene with with Martha and Tom and the toggle thing, and like the scene ends, but it's so abrupt and it cuts instantly to when the chains break with jack and then the rest of the scene follows through so like it, i it, know because i've watched it it skips the whole huh? three finger thing is that what you're saying when they that's in it that's in it yeah but so like it just um yeah wait you said that that sorry do you mean that's in it like that that's actually in the episode that you that, watched yeah that is in it yeah but it cuts between it's a shame i was gonna i'm a bit stupid i was gonna send it to you before we start recording hmm. but i will send it to you after um, it just cuts instantly to that scene, and you can just tell something isn't right. I don't know what it is, but it was on the same. It was the same on the Netflix when it, when it, when when Doctor was on Netflix. It used to be on there. Now it's just on the stand. Two other things that aren't in the episode. 
One is that song you were singing with the uh, I can't decide whether you should live or, live or die. Yeah. Scissor Sisters. That's cut out. Now, you probably explained that by saying about the rights. Well, did they replace it with a different uh, song? No, the entire scene's not in there. That's so bizarre. And another scene that's not in there, this is only the ones I picked up on, but another scene that's not in there is the scene where at the end, Martha runs up to... The, I think she's a doctor, the, the doctor who, who uh, ratted Martha out and gives her the flowers. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and she says, look, I forgive you, even though she has no idea who Martha is because they turned back time a year. Yeah. Uh, that scene's not in there either. Weird. <laughs> I, I only know, again, I only know because I've watched it on DVD. That scene's cut, the song scene is cut, and... There's that weird edit. I don't know what it is, but this is the only episode I've noticed where it's not in there. That's I thought so I was going crazy because I was like, I guarantee you, like, I mean, it's like I remember there being a scene like this and that, like ages ago when I rewatched it. I was like, I remember there being a scene like this. Interesting. Um, it truly is bizarre. About the episode though, um, I think it's cool how it's been a year. It's they don't really play with time much in Doctor Who, despite it being a time travel show. They don't really do that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, mainly the Russell area. Yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? They haven't, they haven't really been, like, struggling to have, like, a threat for, like, a long time. Uh, obviously, Matt's last episode on Trends Law, like, takes it to the extreme, but yeah. this is this is pretty cool. Um, it's cool how she's been traveling the world. It's kind of like a bit of a ruse. She wants the master to think that she's trying to get the injections that can kill a Time Lord. By the way, I think that's really cool. I like how Unit and stuff, um, Unit decided that they were like gonna do this because it's like it makes sense because like you know the doctor could become a threat one day i uh, do doesn't martha say she broke into an old torchwood base yeah something like that yeah yeah that could have been like canary wharf never know uh but yeah it's 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 kind of cool it just i don't know i just i never i just didn't really mess with it really well i i, I didn't like it that much like i i just think i think it was just a bit boring a bit dull and i've never I don't know. I just I, something just didn't feel right about it, and yeah, and there's that whole scene with like where the the doctor gets the sonic screwdriver after everyone like kind of teams together. That's cool, and I I think it's it's interesting that there's actually there's quite a bit of violence in it because the master like fucking bitch slaps the doctor and he goes flying. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, but then like he does the transmission where he turns the doctor into a smaller alien bug pretty much and it it honestly it looks awful i hate it i really do and, and one thing that doesn't make sense is that when he gets all uh small his clothes obviously are too big for him yet the miniature version of him is wearing like clothes i noticed that which, as well which is similar yeah it's weird so dumb it's like the kind of same pattern as his like trousers and i'm like what but they didn't get smaller with him there's like yeah. a whole do you just see his clothes it, you know, you see his clothes on on the floor. Mm. Yeah, silly. I like the reveal that the Toglafine is the one from Utopia. It was quite disturbing, and I love the design where like there's no mouth. It's just the eyes. I was like, damn. Like I remember watching that uh, years ago and being like, that's that's some fucking creepy shit. And it's it's um they have the same memory, and it's like, oh sweet Martha Jones, you helped us fly. I'm like, fuck, that's 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 good. That's Although- good. I, I like this. It's good, but all I could think was, what a fucking coincidence 
that the one Toclophane that they caught happened to be mm. the one person that they spoke to on Utopia, you know? That, that's thing that I thought that as well, but does, didn't he say they, um, they have all their memories locked together? I think that's what he says. Oh, do they? I don't know. Sounds yeah, like I don't know bullshit. either, but... Yeah, but I totally agree. I love that. All the fucking Toglophene in the whole world, and it happens to be that one person. <laughs> I think he says that all their memories are, are lodged as one. I might be wrong. Who fucking knows? To be honest with you, I don't fucking care anymore. This episode kind of sucks. Uh, <laughs> what do you I think like of how, Jesus uh, Doctor? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That happened. Uh, That's a thing. God's sake. Yeah, it's such a weird, it's such a weird episode. It, it, it feels completely different to the season, mm. I think. That's what I didn't like about it. It felt completely different to the season. It just didn't feel like Doctor Who to me. It feels it like uh, off. fan fiction-y almost. Yeah, it's like, oh, this would be cool if we got the master doing this yeah, and this happens. Yeah, that'd be fucking and- sick, you know? We'll do it like it's the apocalypse, it's the end of the world, they're all fucking dying. Martha's got to save and the Jack's doctor. There. You know, yeah, Jack's there. Martha's family's being fucked up, which was kind of cool, to be honest. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, but there's, there's that's like a gun that's going to kill them all. Interesting there's these fucking flying balls and shit. Uh, we're going to play some cool music. Uh, and we're going to make the Doctor completely rip off the last scene of Return of the Jedi when he burns the Master's body. Sound fucking good? Yeah, capiche. Yeah, that really is the rip-off of it. So dumb. It's so fucking obvious. It, I don't know if it was it like really Russell is. being like, into textuality, right? It's, uh, I'm just throwing a reference to Return of the Jedi, or whether he just like, blatantly no, ripped sucks. it off. <laughs> Literally. Um... It's just, it's just, it was just dull and boring. Like, mm. I love how, I love how, um, the master thinks it's the, uh, the syringed gun and she brings Martha back onto, um, onto the Valiant. And it annoys me. Like, it's not even written in the script that Martha's family are excited to see her or Jack or the doctor. Mm. Everyone just looks at her like she just left the room like five minutes ago. Yeah. It's been a year. Could you imagine not seeing your family for a year? Mm. You would have an expression on your face. There's literally no... There's no dialogue at all. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, And I kind of hate the... I kind of hate the reveal. It's like... I went around the world. It's so, it's so dumb. It's like, how does that work? Like, I went around the world. It's like, you thought that the syringe was the the thing. And he's like, well, I destroyed it. You're going to die. Everyone's going to die. And the doctor's in a cage. And it's like, this looks awful. And, then he's, and she's like, I went around the world and I told them at this exact time to all say one name. It's like, first of all, what about all the countries that don't fucking speak English for one? Like doctor is not the same word around the whole world. Yeah. So that throws a bit of a spanner in, spanner in the mix. And then the doctor's like, I've had a whole year to put my name. It's like, what, how did you do that exactly? He's like, I had a whole year to, to, to put so my name convenient. it's like something with the satellites no, okay and it's like no you can't do this it's so weird though. no stop it as as a kid i always watched that scene and was like oh i i didn't put it together that it was the satellites i always just thought that like they were just saying his name and it was just a thing that he could do that if they all said his name and i was like, Theory, well, it kind of feels dumb. like that. and you know what i watched it this time and i was like oh i get it now that's fucking dumb. Like, I had the exact it same dumb. reaction. Yeah, it really is. And uh, the Doctor just forgives him instantly. I'm like, Doctor, you simp. Can you just, like, be angry at him for once? I know he's, like, the mm. only person left from Gallifrey, but still. Yeah. 
and then he gets shot by Lucy, which I think is a fitting end because like, obviously the, the link breaks. Probably, I think the best thing that happens in that whole episode, I think that's really fucking good. Good twist and David's performance is really good. I, I know you're saying like him maybe forgiving him is a bit much, um, but once again, I, I also feel like given sort of the theme, his journey of like acceptance in this season, uh, the biggest challenge and conflict of that is that he's now find, found someone that is a survivor of Gallifrey, uh, but it's the master and he's against him. Um, and I think that, you know, one of those last scenes there where he's like crying with the master in his hands, I think is the culmination of that. Um, and he's like, Regenerate! yeah, that scene is really good. Yeah, that's brilliant. Dude, literally like, yeah, the, the score, um, both John and David. Yeah. The fact that Lucy does it again, I think is really cool when it like, I like, yeah, it's like the link breaks and she's like, fuck this guy was literally like, keeping me like captive yeah russell frozen a line where it's like always the women i'm like fuck's sake like mm. <laughs> it's like come on um yeah. and yeah it gets ripped off return of the jedi <laughs> and um i but i do like how the last scene i do like how marv is a bit like you know fuck you doc i'm out yeah, like fuck you asshole literally and uh yeah she's like i'm getting out i'm like yeah you know what you deserve it because you deserve to get out because he honestly didn't treat you nicely at all. He doesn't even seem like... Doesn't seem like sad about it at all. He's just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. When's Rose coming back? <laughs> and, uh... Oh, yeah, the face of Bo scene. Which I've always liked. I know people have a problem with it, but I think it's kind of fun. You know it's my fan silly. theory. Yes, yeah. Well, it's a bit silly, isn't it? But I feel like it was I just thrown in there. I hate it. I hate it so much. I love the scene. Um, I love the, the scene in the context that I provided me. that... Like, it's just a nickname for him um, because the face of Bo is already a thing and that he isn't actually the face of Bo. Um, but if I w- think about it as in he actually becomes the face of Bo, I fucking hate it. So <laughs> I believe it. This bullshit. It's so dumb. How does he become no, this like, weird fucking tentacle thing? Because, of course because you he... like it. You love the fucking Dalek testicles, you horny bastard. Uh, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I that. don't like them. <laughs> I just said it, I just said it looks like a dick, and it does. I don't know why everyone's you know no one fucking ever sides with me on that, and I'm like, come on, it does. If that's what know. you think a dick looks like, you have some serious issues, mate. I have a penis, Aiden. <laughs> I nearly fucking choked then. <laughs> I was having a sip of my drink at the time, and then <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that um for my podcast. And use that as a button on the show. That's pretty funny. Um, no, I, oh, yeah. I, hear me out because I think that, like, I think that if you can't die, eventually, like he says, he's like, I'm getting, I'm gonna get, I'm getting a bit older. And so I like how I like how they address that because, like, obviously John Barman is gonna get older in the show, and it's like if they ever want to bring him back. People will be like, well, if he can't die, why is he getting older? So I think he slowly gets older and older and older, and. As time goes on, he his own like biology doesn't know what to do, and he starts to I don't know become a massive head. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if in Revolution of the Daleks, Jack takes off his shirt and he's like, "Doctor, I need you to analyze something," and he's starting to get these little tentacles growing out of him, I'll be fucking concerned. All right. Um, uh, do you have any I thoughts? Imagine, I reckon. Any I, last imagine thoughts? if. Oh, fuck, huh? no, go on. Say your piece. No, nah, I, I, I guarantee you, like, Chibnall loves to fucking change everything that anyone's ever done. What's the fucking bet that it gets reversed and Jack 
dies. He's <laughs> like, I can die now! Yay! <laughs> Isn't that... There's someone else. What's his name? Uh, Rex from Miracle Day. Yeah. He can't die there. either. He's immortal too. There's also... Uh, there's me from season nine. Yeah. See? You know, there's, it's like, Jack, you're not special anymore. Maybe they're all the face of Bo. I did love yeah, him in that scene in series nine when when the doctor references jack i uh mm. when he's talking to a shoulder i think i always thought that was a great scene yeah well it was a it was a writer who'd done some tortured episodes so yeah, that makes okay. sense yeah yeah she'd written a few his cap uh carol or like a caroline know. or something like that i don't know but yeah she'd written a few episodes of tortured so makes sense uh, no that wasn't any, uh, that was that was the first call back for fucking years it was, and so I always always enjoyed that. Um, do you have any last thoughts on The Last of the Time Lords before I, I jump Not in? Not really. It kind of blows, both of them. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I, I agree. It's so shit. How dumb is, like, the fucking giant master uh, oh, fucking God. statue? It's so shit. Literally, I Snapchat it. I'm like, how the hell did that even get built? The topography and <laughs> a big fucking spheres. And all the all the rockets is sense. dumb. Um, I'm just spitballing ideas. I told Connor before the show, I so unprepared for this this program just because uni has absolutely fucked me up. Um, it's given Aiden a reach around. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just I'm just throwing out thoughts. Um, the the scene with the Doctor and the Master when they teleport to the, the that rock thing was like kind of cool but it was also like it was shot in like this i don't know they put like some apocalyptic filter on it where everything was like overexposed felt like i was watching season one and two all over again um ah. which was <laughs> fucking trash uh i don't know it, it just felt you know like i said before it just felt like they were trying to play on like that apocalyptic end of the world trope um and it wasn't very good because they didn't add anything to it it was you know what was really fucking dumb the master comes to the street, right? And they're like, fucking hide her! Hide her! All they do is put a blanket on her. Surely they'd be like, oh, put her up in the in the attic uh, behind the, the uh No, the I just have a coat something. on her. It'll be they fine. Just, literally, as soon as the master would open that door, he'd be like, oh, there's a blanket there. Looks like you're hiding somebody. How gets um, the score, though, though? Yeah, sure. The score is very good this whole episode. It's Murray. When, when is it not? Yeah, what do you um, expect? And then, like, she comes out, and, uh, I don't know, I, I, I kind of like what he was going for with Martha's character, how she's standing up for herself and shit, but it just felt like it was done so cheesily, you know? Um, yeah. Um, oh, what else is there? Yeah, Tom Mulligan, he's kind of cool, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's, but- that's who Martha ends up with, because she mentions him in, uh, Sontaran Stratagem. She's like, um, that's who she gets engaged to. Hang on oh. a minute. That means that means that means they break up because she ends up with Mickey. She does end up with Mickey. What? That means that's really sad. That means they get engaged and then fucking break up. Tragedy. Tragedy. But Russell just changed his mind. I think. Um, Literally. But uh, oh no, he probably got to the end of the time and was like, "Wow, I really fucked over Mickey, uh, Martha, and Mickey." Yeah, they can go together. Sure. He deserves. He deserves something good. Yeah, he deserves. Uh, uh, to be fair, it's kind of perfect. They both got fucked over big time by the doctor. So, um, kind of perfect. All I'm saying. Um, Thanks, Russell. 
Thanks, Russell. You did a good job there, bro. You did a good job most of the time, just not this fucking week. Um, all right. Uh, what what else? What, what was I going to say? Okay, so I got half an hour into the episode, and I always remembered as a kid when the Doctor becomes Jesus, it's like it's the, the final act, right? It's like the crazy climax. So mm-hmm. it like happened, and then I was like, "Hold on!" And I, I was like, "I feel like I've not been watching this for very long." And I checked, and it was like twenty-eight minutes into like a fifty-six-minute episode. Um, I was like, "What the fuck? Why is the climax halfway through the episode?" And the resolution is so long. There is like, look, I understand there was a lot to wrap up. It was a big finale, um, but they should have just like not rushed through all that apocalyptic stuff, and maybe. Maybe part of why it's kind of shit is because they rushed it over and the only things they showed was, like, the, the tropes. They never really fleshed out this apocalyptic world. Um, right. In saying that, I don't know that I would have wanted any more of Old Doctor. That was definitely more than enough. Thank you very much. Um, so I think it would be, like, uh, they should have just had more, more scenes of that or, or alternatively, there was also a few scenes that I think could have got cut. Like, Tom Mulligan, he was a cool character. He was there. Didn't really need to know what happened to him in the in the real world. Same with when she gives the flowers to to the mom, to the to the doctor girl. Um, that stuff to me was just like, okay, cool, but you have a twenty minute resolution. You could have just cut this out, you know. I can't comment on it because I never saw it. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Oh, I, I sorry, Connor. Uh, I forgot to say. I actually had some. Uh, I did a bit of research on that while you were talking. Uh, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when this episode went over to the US, it was the only episode other than a Christmas special so far that had been over the 45 minute mark. Um, ah. and obviously in the UK, they show like 45 minute shows and then they have ads. So it was cut down to 45 minutes to, uh, to allow for the extra ad breaks and stuff like that. Um, I see. So that's probably why those scenes got cut. It doesn't say in particular uh, what scenes were cut, but um, it says it was cut down by like five minutes there. So that would probably explain it. Um, and that that's the version that was put online. So Pharaoh. that's a shame. But at the same time, maybe the resolution might have been a bit better and less drawn out for you because of that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like, it's Martha's story, man. This episode Martha's story, which is great. Um... So we don't need, honestly, uh, I fucking hate to say it because I love David, but honestly, do we need to go back to the Valiant uh, before Martha gets there? Uh, like, it, it's cool to show the Master and you'd want to somehow incorporate the Master into the story so it's not like he doesn't get utilized. Um, but like, the all the scenes on the Valiant are just like dead end scenes, you know, like they try and escape. They don't escape. We're back to where we started. You know, that stuff never, like, comes up to anything in the final act. It's just stuff that's there to be cool and to keep those characters involved and maybe to showcase how fucked up they got, which is great. But I also think, like, imagine, like, we spend 40 minutes with Martha living through this apocalyptic world. You really feel for her. It's her story. And then she gets to the Valiant. And when she finally gets back to the Valiant, that's such a triumphant moment. You know, us as a viewer, we've not we've not seen the Valiant since part one. Um, it'll be such a huge moment for her to come back, and and then we see the Doctor for the first time, maybe in chains or something. Um, and then maybe Martha could do something that could kickstart. I'm just spitballing on the spot right now. Maybe Martha could do something, and then we can get the cool breakout sequence, and they all break out, and they all work together because of Martha. 
Um, it's just like, it's corny. And there's so many things that just, they lead to dead end scenes. And uh, the episode just is longer than it needs to be. Um, and is, yeah, I just can't think of anything for this finale other than it's super fucking cheesy. You know? It is. It, you know what? All I could think of, and I hate to say this, but all I could think of was, man, am I excited for that season four final. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's going to go hard. And I really hope I don't fucking... I don't because I really thought I'd like this one. And I just didn't. Mm. Such so a shame, man. I really hope. Um, I I yeah. just put my score into the, into the system I have of scoring uh, just then. Uh, and it's just such a shame to just be looking at uh, how strong this season has been from my scores um, to then add this one at the end and being one of the lower scores I'm giving for the season. Um, yeah. Thematically, thematically, it's, I think, great. But that's what sucks. Thematically, it's great. It's the Doctor coming to terms with the Gallifrey stuff, like I said, uh, and it's Martha standing her own ground, which is great. Uh, for both of their arcs, it's an incredible story, but it's executed in the most cheesy, corny way and it just fucks me off the wrong way, you know? Mm, totally agree. Yeah. Um, but hey, that's Doctor Who. You win some, you lose some. You can't go more than five episodes of, of good episodes straight. Uh, I think the biggest streak in the show's history, even just like, I think I said this before, even like rating-wise, like if we're talking about actual ratings, I, I don't mean viewing figures, I mean like actually from critics and fans. Yeah, yeah. And I would agree with this. The biggest streak is from Science in the Library to Journey's End. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. That's what? Four, five? Five episodes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Six. six. No, no, no. Sorry. Because I turned left as well. So that's six. Yeah. Yeah. Those. Damn. See, that's a big streak. Like damn, from son. Science in the Library onwards. It From like, from, it's like historical from a rating standpoint from critics. That is the... That's the peak of Doctor Who. Yeah. It's from uh, Science and Library to Journey's End. 100%. And I agree, because they're bangers one after another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you also, you, you didn't mention the fucking Titanic. <laughs> oh, my God. Breaks in. It looks like, for some reason, it's black. I don't know why they didn't just uh, com- like composite a, uh, a sky in the background <laughs> behind the Titanic. It's it, so weird. It It's bizarre. You, you got to... You gotta tell me this when when you were uh, when you were a kid, did you think it was the actual Titanic? Yeah, and it, it so is, by the way. Like, it it just ah, oh, it's so dumb. Yeah, it's just Everyone like did it was so bad when you found out it wasn't. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, but to be fair, I do love Voyage of the Damned, and I'm so fucking excited to watch it. Um, oh, I rewatched it like beginning of this year maybe not beginning but earlier this year um, so which is annoying because now I have to fucking mm-hmm. now I've obviously watched it this year but uh, yeah I'm excited for it too I think I think yeah but I think it's dumb I think it's it was a cool cliffhanger for like when I was like young and liked stuff like that but yeah I literally I thought the episode was going to be the Doctor on the Titanic as it's sinking yeah no no it has to be in fucking space yeah it's it is dumb works for the story it's just the way that they they allude to it it's like clickbait you know Um, yeah exactly i do love whenever crispy pro our favorite aussie 
Aussie YouTuber. I don't know why I'm putting an Australian accent on when I, I live G'day, in Australia. Mate. I don't I don't need to fucking do that. Um, G'day, Chris B. Uh, I love how whenever he talks about the next Doctor, he's like, it's literally called the next Doctor. No wonder it's the most fucking viewed episode. It's fucking clickbait Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. I think that's Also, funny. it was, that was just, and it was also just when David Tennant was announced to leave. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the timing so, there was fucking perfect yeah. from a marketing standpoint. Even I thought it was somehow gonna. Yeah, same. Connect into it somehow. Because I was dumb and ridiculous it's a shame that as a kid sorry as an adult that stuff gets ruined especially like when you start to sort of learn things like obviously we know a bit more about how production works and it's not it's not like that and uh, and obviously we see a bit more behind the scenes stuff as well so we see that they're filming like waters of mars and end of time with david or whatever um so So those kind of reveals aren't as exciting um i do miss as a kid when you're so out of the loop that when, like, Chris Eccleston regenerates, I was like, oh, my God, he's regenerating. Like, I, I hadn't heard anything of it, but, yeah, it was announced in the newspapers and shit like that, but... Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, I didn't know I didn't know who he was regenerating to. Mm. I knew he was regenerating, but yeah. I didn't know who. And could you imagine nowadays that happening? Honestly, you I do. You couldn't avoid it. I do really hate that... Uh, for the Revolution of the Dalek special, if you don't know, this this is a fact out there. So if you don't know, spoilers if you really care, but it, it is out there and it's a fact now by the by the BBC that that Graham and Tosin are um are leaving in in Revolution, and I I hate that they filmed it, uh, and it wasn't you know it was fine. They, there was no leaks or anything. Um, yeah, it was just speculated that it, it just was. Speculated. It wasn't confirmed, and then. Yeah. The BBC just put out an article, article and they were like, Tosin and Graham talk about leaving in the finale. And one, there was never a reveal that they were leaving. This was like the type of article that would come out like a few weeks after the reveal article or something for one. So it kind of sucks for them that they never got like a proper announcement that they're leaving. Um, and two, I'm like, why like a few weeks before did you say that? Like, why not just... Why not just yeah, let, let it happen? It play out in the episode. I know we're yeah, seeing weird. footage now of just like Jody and Yaz running around, which, by the way, I think is great, and I can't wait for that. Um, but like, wah, 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 the, there's wah. always the possibility that in those scenes, you know, Ryan and Graham could have been off doing an, another scene together or something. You know, like, um, and especially to the general public, that stuff is is way more secret. So I don't know why they didn't just keep that shit secret. Um, and I'll never forget when you said in high school, or it might be middle school, but either way, I remember you said to me that, um, I think it was for like for one season Doctor Who, it would have been like maybe seven or eight, you said that you weren't going to watch any trailers for Doctor Who, remember that? Did I? <laughs> yeah, that didn't cause, last. Because you were like, um, you were like, I just want to be, you know, I wanted to be like when I was a kid. And I get it. Yeah, that's just what I fucking want. You know, um... I think a lot about... I, I have eight seasons planned in my head if I was to run the show right. Um, the main... the the It's like a main five-season arc and then if I was like, oh, fuck it, you're paying me good, I have like a backup three-season arc as well, right? Um, but one of the big twists that I would fucking pull off, right, uh, is in... So, this example, in this hypothetical world, there's a lady playing the dock um, and... She's in her, like, fifth season or, or something. Whatever her last season is as the Doctor. Um, 
it's five seasons in my mind and and the in the two-part finale of the last season she's a uh there's like a secondary character that they run into on the planet and that they're just the usual sort of guest actor that's in for the finale right um and then there's like the big fucking twist is like there's like a life or death situation and then the secondary character is like you need to go in and do this now and she's like but why like i'm gonna die or some some dumb shit like that and then he's like i know you're gonna die because i'm the next incarnation of you or whatever um and then that shit's like whoa fuck this this is the next doctor right here and they kept it a secret all along but then the thing that will keep the bbc happy is you got a nice big surprise there um and that's in the finale and then you can still promote the christmas special that like maybe that doctor's still alive in and then she regenerates the end of the Christmas special in a similar way to Capaldi did or something. Um, and you can have like a bit of fun. You can have that promotional stuff um, and then also then promote the next doctor as like a, a new era kind of thing. But you you they've also kept that nice surprise regeneration in there. You know what I mean? You literally just, uh, you just spoiled it though, eh? And what if you actually get the job? Oh, great. Well, if Doctor Who moves the production to Perth, then uh, I'll be all over it. <laughs> You could have got. You could have gone to England, and they could have hired you, mate. I would. I'd love that. Um, I definitely. D- Chances of it happening are quite slim. Quite but slim. It's As a kid, I was always like, oh, I'd so move to the UK, uh, and work on film and stuff. But now I'm like, you know, I'm all about uh, getting the perf industry going. You know, I want to be a big part of that. Uh, in saying that, if who was like, hey, you want to write an episode, then I'd be like, fucking yeah, boy, and I'd go to the UK for a few months and work on an episode or whatever. Sure. Fuck yeah, I'd write an episode. Yeah, I feel I'd, like we've I'd, blown it already with this podcast where we rip into Doctor Who too much. Yeah, we've fucking ruined it, haven't we? BBC, I'm sorry. I do love your show. I'm just... Uh, I've loved it since I was a kid uh, and to, I have some issues fair, though, I'm really sorry. Chibnall's most famous interview is him, our age, saying the fucking show sucks. Yeah, but I don't think there's an interview out of it. Uh, an interview of him saying like, oh, fucking David, right? Like, what What the fuck? <laughs> like, I was like swearing into a mic, chatting shit, you know? Oh, man. Dude, we've so we're going we're fucking over big time here. Shall we move into our segments? <laughs> oh, the segments. Favorite segment of the week. I totally forgot that we have segments. I was like, we're doing good for time. We'll wrap up, wrap up just after an hour. And then I was like, wait a minute. We've got two big segments to go into. <laughs> How many do you ratings? How many do our rating? Connor, uh, unless you have any final review thoughts on uh, Last of the Time Lords. It blows. Yep. Confirmed. Same as me. Connor, it's time for Australia's favourite segment. It's Go for the Week! For the very last time this season, it's Goof of the Week. So, do you have any goofs of either of the two episodes this week, my friend? No, I literally can't find goofs anymore. What is going on? You're so shit. You're so Thank shit. Thank you. Do you? I have one um, which you can kind of maybe pass uh, if you're trying to be flexible. Basically, when the doctor starts talking to the master and him and Martha and stuff, they go into the tunnel. Um, it's like pissing down with rain. And when they come out the other end, it's like, it's not. You could say maybe it stopped raining when they are in the tunnel, but it didn't. Uh, I, I think it was definitely a fucking production error because the tunnel ain't that big. Uh, so according to TARDIS Wiki, uh, we're on the sound of drums right now. So 
When the master first puts on his gas mask, it is the correct way up. It then cuts to a different shot where it is upside down. It then goes back to the first shot where it's the correct way up. How do we not notice this shit? <laughs> oh, God. When the master stands up at the Valiant to announce that he is the Tocklefane's master, President Winters is visible in the background. Only the Tocklefane aren't there. In the next shot, they return, buzzing around the Wint- around Winters' head. Haha, <laughs> silly, silly. When the master runs oh, to the God window God. to watch the spheres descend, he presses against the wall, which visibly bows out. Oh, does it? Ha! <laughs> like it's a set? That's funny. God's sake. That's classic. How do you not catch any of these? I don't know, man. We're just fucking dumb. How about that? We suck. We'd suck. All right. Now we're right. on to less of the Time Lords production errors. When the Master attempts to use his laser screwdriver on the physically empowered Doctor, the laser light from the prop is reflecting off of the lens of the camera he is pointing it at, which tells you there is a camera. Th- that's so dumb. <laughs> That's like dumb to write. That's called a fucking lens flare, you idiot. Excuse me? Uh, That's so funny. The laser light from the prop is reflecting off of the lens of the camera he is pointing it at, which tells you there is a camera. Yes, no, but that's just how... That is fine. What is wrong? What is wrong with you, TARDIS Wiki? When the master uses his laser screwdriver to age the doctor while he is in the fast motion on the TV screen Martha is looking at, you can clearly see Lucy's arms are also in fast motion. <laughs> That's funny. God's sake. How are we missing these? That's fucking hilarious, actually. I love that. I love that a lot. Oh, man. Another sip of whiskey, thanks. Mm. Mm. Not enough whiskey for this episode. No, you need a lot, don't you, to get through it. Um... All right, so that was Go for the Week! Okay. So, Connor, for the very last time this season, unless you're including our festive special, would you like to move on to Australia's second favourite segment? I would love to. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls... It's time for Behind the Scenes! Amazing. Some of the car action sequences in the episode were filmed by Freema Aguman herself rather than a stunt double and took place at Harbourview Road, Penarth. David Tennant's makeup in which he is aged 100 years was inspired by the first Doctor, William Hartle. That's a bit mean. <laughs> Get it? Because he's old. Oh, that's so dumb. Uh, the episode was advertised on BBC television as a spoof party political broadcast featuring testimonials from British celebrities um, showing their support for Mr. Saxon. A version of which is oh, seen in cool. the episode itself. That's oh, yeah, pretty interesting. Because you get to see... Um, you get to see uh... Sharon Osborne, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, the vote Saxon. I vote Saxon. He could ring my bell any day. <laughs> Interesting. Also, during the episode, drums can be heard. There is also a different. That, no, that, no, no way. That's cool, by the way. We never talked about that. Da 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 da
There is also a different trailer that showed still shots of the Doctor, Martha and Captain Jack over the top of which of Mr. Saxon's speech in which he says, what this country really needs right now is a Doctor. Can be heard at the end, there is a small clip of him showing his trademark smile who has intent to kill the Doctor public. Yeah, that was a weird sentence. All right. Uh, okay, let's move on to Last of the Time Lords. Wow. So the episode was planned to be broadcast live to crowds attending Pride London in Trafalgar Square via a giant screen. However, a local curfew after a nearby attempted terrorist bombing the previous day prevented Jesus. the screening. Free Matt Argumon and John Barrowman attempted the event. Little interesting fact for you there, isn't it? It's a bit interesting. What the fuck? In order to keep the episode's details a secret, access to preview reviews of the episode were restricted. There was a smaller moratorium on copies of Doomsday the previous year and on the series four finale journeys end the following year. The episode was allocated a 50-minute time slot for its initial broadcast, as with Daleks in Manhattan previously, and 55-minute time slots for the BBC Three repeats. According to Russell T. Davis in Doctor Who magazine 384, this is because it ran over length, but they did not wish to lose the material. The final episode of The Trial of a Time Lord, which is a, uh, a classic Who 14-part adventure, uh, as with Colin Baker, was also extended by five minutes in 1986. In the audio commentary, the producers reveal that Graham Harper filled into direct scenes after director Colin Taugu was injured, which you mentioned in one of your quiz questions. Oh, yeah, 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 of course, yeah. At the start of the episode, the master enters the bridge of the Valiant as, I can't decide whether hey. you should live or die, but you probably go to heaven, by the Scissor Sisters plays in the background. He refers to it as track three, its place on the Scissor Sisters' second album, Tada. Interesting. Yes, Scissor Sisters, I knew that. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, I knew, I knew they sung it. Interesting. I didn't hear it though, obviously. This episode marked the last regular episode use of the Doctor Who theme music arranged by Murray Gold that had been introduced in 2005 and used uh, and used thereafter. God, some of these sentences are so shit. The opening theme would be heard once more in its 2005 arrangement in the Time Crash short episode before both opening and closing themes would be revised beginning with Voyage of the Damned and continuing into Series 4 in 2008. And I can't wait for that. That's such an epic version. That's good, isn't it? Nah. Good shit, cuz. Um, that's about it. So a few fun, juicy facts in there. Some interesting stuff. That Trafalgar Sky stuff was kind of interesting. Um, and the stuff about, you know, the time restraints and shit like that was quite interesting. It's always well, you know interesting to look at this. You know, you mentioned, um, how you mentioned Doomsday. Yeah. Isn't it just interesting that like last season was Doomsday and then we got this, like Doomsday just went so hard. Yeah. But I also, I was thinking recently, right? Uh, Doomsday, I think I, cause I gave it like a 9.5 or something really high. And I think like, you know, it's got a strong script. I think there's some issues with it. Uh, but I, I don't think it should have gone that high just because I know it, when I rewatched it, it really got to me and I, I really fucked with it. But 
I just not really thought about it much since. And then some of the uh, another Doctor Who podcast that I listened to, the Big Blue Bots podcast, um, they were saying that like they like both kind of hated it rewatching it. To be honest, um, really, they made some points. Some I agreed with. Some I didn't. Just some I disagreed with. But the main thing for me was like it's such a boring looking episode. And uh, I was thinking back on it, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, that is a really." Really boring looking two-parter, you know? Oh, um, oh, oh yeah. I mean, whatever. Whatever. Anyways. You know, do you know, um, uh, no, I'll say that after we've done our ratings. Okay. Um, last thing I wanted to say was, like usual, I like to draw a little bit of attention to the, uh, writer and director. Obviously, the writer, Ross D. Davis, he gets so much credit because he is a great writer. Colin Teague... Uh, very bold putting him as the director of these two episodes, uh, considering he's never directed for Doctor Who before. And to Damn. be honest, hadn't directed that much before. Um, he directed some of Holby City and The Last Drop. Um, Holby City! <laughs> but, That's hilarious. Uh, before this, he hadn't really directed anything, so this, uh, like Doctor Who related. So these are his first two episodes uh, in Doctor Who and he does one more episode The Fires of Pompeii which is an episode as a kid I loved I know that you don't like it that much so I'll be interested to see it yeah, on blows. rewatch uh, yes. but uh, oh sorry he directed two episodes of Torchwood uh, before this actually a Ghost Machine and Greeks Bearing Gift uh, in 2008 he he directed Sleeper and Meat uh, which I think I remember all of those episodes, and I think I remember them actually all being pretty good. Um, yeah, it meets a good episode. Yeah. And Sleeper rings a bell. Sleeper, I remember being a pretty good one. Um, uh, and he directed, I'm pretty sure this is the very first episode uh, of the Sarah Jane Adventures, Invasion of the Bane. That is uh, the first one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the first episode. He directed that, which is kind of cool. Uh, when did that come out? Because that might have been before as well. And in which case, that, that was... whole hurrah would have been a little... Yep, I think uh, it's, first of I think January. It's, um, after season three. No, it's before season three, boss. <gasps> Invasion of the Bane came out on the first of January, uh, but I think it was like a one-off that they did as like a tester. What Invasion of the Bane? Yeah, but I tell you, fucking what, right? What a time, what a right? Because I know I remember last week uh, when we were doing Utopia, I was reading up on Torchwood and, and the airing times to see how how the Jack crossover stuff worked. Uh, and the finale of Torchwood came out on the 1st of January. Sorry, episodes 12 and 13 of Torchwood Season 1 came out on the 1st of January. Invasion of the Bane also came out on the 1st of January. Uh, you would have had a, the Runaway Bride God. a week before. What a fucking time when there was this much Dude, Doctor Who on TV. that crazy. That's insane, man. That's, That's insane. fucking crazy. Fuck. I mean, imagine having that now. I'd, I'd love it. But the thing is, like... The show's so not as kid friendly now, um, and I, I I'd like Chibnall's era to stick the way it is, but I definitely in the future uh, the next showrunner to maybe be a bit more of a family friendly showrunner, just so that we could maybe get a bit more of this expanded universe shit, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing that Ross did so well, and I'll always say that. Mm. He's so good. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I don't have much to say about the direction of this episode from from Colin Teague or however you say it. Because it doesn't stand out direction-wise. It just kind of is what it is. Um, 
And I, uh, I, you know, there was a lot of kind of silly things in it, like like the sped up version of the Doctor, uh, shit like that. It's just it is maybe kind of a bit of a silly directorial decision, um, right? So I, I I don't know how I feel about him as a as a director. I'll have to see more of his stuff to put a better judgment. Giving a uh, first time Doctor Who direction the finale of a big season. Um, was maybe not that the best decision. certainly is interesting. Should have been left for someone like uh, Euros Lynn or Grain Harper who clearly know the show and can direct. And to be frank, I don't know why they didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, legit. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Connor. Yes. What is your rating for the sound of the drums? I can't believe I'm saying this because I really thought I was going to enjoy it so much more than I did. I'm going to give it a 6.5. I think <gasps> it's pretty boring. I really do. Uh, but <laughs> what are we the same? We did the same. I'm also giving the 6.5 because oh, it's pretty that. shit, but there's some good scenes. I love the thematics that it has in there of the Doctor and Martha's character arcs. Jack's always a great addition, although he's kind of not used too well in part two. The stuff with Martha's family is pretty fucking great, although it doesn't go anywhere. And Martha's farewell scene is pretty great. The second part is overly long, but the first part is kind of enjoyable and has some cool stereotypical things I like. But in the second part, the stereotypical things are used in a way that I don't like. Interesting. Could yeah. have just put up a podcast episode uh, and made it a minute long and just said that. <laughs> yeah, legit. I, 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 I totally agree. I think it's got some cool moments in it. Score's great. Um... I really do think it has some good moments in it that I mentioned, but yeah, again, I really, this is my least favorite Russell final. The more I think of it, mm. I don't know why I didn't think of that more because like it really is quite bland and boring. I just think it looks, I just think it looks really bland and it is a bland Don't bring story. anything new to the table. It's just a bunch of recycled things. It wraps up character yeah. acts, which is great, but that's all it does good. Plus after having the darks inside them, which I know obviously already like, you know, they're already characters that have had a lot of screen time and you already know and they're already developed, but, like, the Toggler thing, like, kind of fucking sucked. Like, they didn't have any development. You didn't care. They didn't really feel that scary. Big time. You know, you don't see kids hiding around the corner for Toggler thing. Like, it's just, you know, <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it really wasn't that great. Yeah. It's a shame. Um, I did have a laser screwdriver... I got this this toy pack that came with a laser yeah, screwdriver, a sonic screwdriver, and a toy toggle that you'd shoot the screwdrivers at. Which yeah, I guess you said a few weeks ago. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, it's kind of fucking silly, isn't it? Um. Anyways, uh, okay. What we're gonna do here is we're gonna take a little break. I'm gonna play uh the uh the TARDIS dematerializing, and when we get back, you'll you will hear from us our full ratings of the season i'll be calculating in this break i'm going to calculate all 11 and 11 stories uh so that's the two parters combined into one episode each um and then so that's 10 episodes and then adding the runaway bride in there so the first episode of the season okay um so i'm going to combine all of those to give us our answer of our total ratings of the season we'll be back shortly thank you very much god bless And we're back! Oh, I, phone. I was sitting on my bed. Hello. Sorry, that took a little longer than I thought it would. I had to do a bit of research because I was missing one of Connor's scores, so I had to go and analyze the episode to find out the score, so it took like an extra five minutes to do it. And then I had to add up all the scores of the and season I was right the because whole time. I forgot to do it. 
I did say it was nine. Man. What was that? Don't worry. Just chatting shit. Okay, Connor. I'm going to do something fun here, all right? Okay. You give me... If you were to rate season three, just thinking about it right now... Yes. What would you rate it? So... Um, am I talking out of 10 or is it out of 100? What do we normally do? Uh, well, we don't normally do this, but because uh, your official rating will be uh, the adding up of all of the episodes from The Runaway Bride up until mm-hmm. Last of the Time Lords. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I just want to see how close you are. I'd probably say a seven and a half. Seven and a half? Seven, seven and a half. Yeah, probably seven and a half. You're pretty fucking close, mate. Your final <laughs> score of season three is 74.54. Look at that. I was pretty bang on. You're pretty fucking accurate, mate. You rounded up here at seven, seven and a half, you know? Thank you. Um, so, that's pretty cool. I Actually, I don't know why I wrote that as 74. I should have just written that as 7.45. Uh, anyways, so for my score, I feel like I would have like, because the highs are so high in this season, like, I just seriously feel like this is like an 8 or an 8.5 of a season, but I've added up my scores and just because fucking 42 is so bad and the Daleks in Manhattan is pretty shit um, and a lot of the early episodes in the seasons are just kind of like 7, 7.5-ish areas where they're like, they're good, but they're not great. Um, but, and then there's like the really shit ones also kind of in the middle of the season and then at the end we have all these good ones that kind of balance out with the shit ones so my one has ended up as 7.18 so i guess 7.2 seven minus 7.2 yours is 7.5 let's just say that interested interesting so pretty close and i think we we agreed on a lot this season we didn't have too many of the exact same scores but we had a lot that were like pretty close you know what i mean yeah right it's interesting like i hope next season is a bit higher because um I know, yeah, I know. That's the thing, though, isn't it? Like you did say, like you know, there are some duds this season, and uh, uh, I don't know. It's such a shame. the The duds really weighed this season down, you know. Yeah, I yeah, I totally agree. So I feel like if they weren't in there, like you're right. I didn't hate the two part of the Daleks in Manhattan, uh, uh, even the Daleks, but you're right, it wasn't great. And then obviously, there's little things like. 42 which weighed it down masses like that was like the lowest rating we've given an episode and it didn't help the yeah, final the was shit yeah it, if the final was really good like if the final was like the kind of range we've given doomsday like it would have been pretty damn high yeah you'd not wouldn't you so i reckon next season it's gonna be pretty damn high i reckon i reckon it'll be 80s next season 85s i reckon i'm just calling it now maybe it'll be cool there's some fucking bangers in there there certainly some is. ones that i uh didn't like as a kid uh for example planet of the ood i never really liked as a kid but i hear a lot of people talking quite yeah, fondly of I'm it these days so maybe that. as a grown-up yeah. i uh i might like that one yeah I'm season four is another season i feel like we're gonna start it and we're gonna wish we we're doing two a week um cause season four we are gonna go back to doing one a week just for our own sanity but I will be open to doing a couple of bonus episodes every few weeks where we do two in a week just as like a, a fun little thing. If time it's permits, bonus you know what I'm round, baby! It's bonus week, baby! Bam, 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 bam. Um, maybe that could be a thing. I don't know. Um, Anyways, Connor, that wraps up season three for us. Before we go, I do just want to say, and it's completely, it's completely uh, off topic and I don't want to have a conversation about it really, but I 
have started to rewatch the Inbetweeners, and it's a fucking amazing show. And I missed how great that show is. That's all I want to say. I'm glad it's, it's a to bang. It. I went through a lot of that with my uh, family relatively recently. Not the whole show, but so uh, in like good. one night we watched like all of season three, and then went on and watched the movies. It, it was the it, most weird experience of my life, and it was hilarious. It's like that show just reminds me of you so much. It'll always I'm remind me of you. Am I Simon? Uh, yeah. Well, you always said you were. And that's why I kind of always think it, but I think not so much anymore. But back in the day, yes, um, you're definitely you definitely got on better at things. <laughs> but it just that whole show just reminds me of you, and it's so nostalgic for me. I've missed I've missed the ride. And it's so fucking funny and clever. It's hilarious, man. The cast is so fucking great. Like I I just I love it. It's like so much fun. So good. I'm really glad I started rewatching it again. And yeah, God bless. God bless them boys. I do hope that they do a uh, just one yeah surely sixty minutes. Uh, just a reunion. Surely, um, just a reunion special. That's all I want. Just did you, I did think, you like, watch the um? Did you watch that reunion? Well, reunion special. Did you watch that? Nah. Oh my I was God, um so bad. I think that's when I was in um New York and I had a hard enough time watching fucking Resolution. I had to watch it like. Uh, it took me like two hours to watch it because I had to watch it in like 10 minutes and then it would like shut off because I was having to pirate it because of, um, you know, I was in New York. I didn't have a way of watching it. Should have just got a VPN. Um, if it helps, um, I have technically bought that twice before anyone yells at me because I bought the Blu-ray standalone and then I bought it in the season 12 box set. You literally so just got on a VPN and used like BBC America. Yeah, yeah. Well, the annoying thing was it was, um, I saw that it was going to be on and I, I checked the time for it, but uh, because we were out, we obviously, I'm in New York for four days uh, of my entire life versus the potential of watching Resolution on any day. Um, I decided to spend an extra hour exploring New York with my family rather than coming back for Resolution. Hang on a minute. I think you can understand that. You, you were in um, New York. You could have just gone on the BBC America website. Uh, no, I... BBC America doesn't have, like, an iView thing. Oh, okay. No, okay, that makes sense. Well, actually, you could have VPNed to Australia and watched it on ABC iView. I don't have a VPN. I do. But I don't. We're sponsored by NordVPN. If NordVPN wants to sponsor this podcast, then go for it. Um, Give me a free VPN. I'm a loyal... We'll promote it. I'm a loyal... uh, owner of NordVPN I've had a VPN for about it. my VPN is on right now as a recording wow you're, you're, you're a Norda didn't yeah. realise you were a Norda no Russians are listening to me talk right now that's a shame I'd love some Russians to hear me talking duh that's kind of, that's that's a weird statement uh, Voyage of the Dam next week my man well in a few days actually is this coming out on Monday then Christmas is in five days so I don't know I guess uh, is Christmas Eve too late for us to put a podcast up would that would that be a shit day for it to go up or do you think maybe wednesday would be better absolutely not no all right guys well uh thanks so fucking much for joining us this week it's been an hour and a half baby hour and a half baby um so this is monday this episode is coming out so on thursday it's christmas eve you're gonna get the first ever proper Proper 50% Doctor Who podcast Christmas special. We've done two Christmas specials before, but they've, they've been like, not actually set at Christmas. It's just been us reviewing Christmas Invasion. And 
the runaway bride. Uh, but big man Connor, I think we agreed he's going to come to my place. We're going to uh, drink some whiskey eggnog. Are you, I can supply whiskey if you supply the eggnog. I don't know how that shit works. Um, sure. But uh, yeah, that's we'll, fine. We'll talk about it. I've got some Jameson and some Canadian Club. So that's if you're happy with what that. I needed. Perfect. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring the nog. And, uh, and uh, I can finally give you your present live on air. If everything goes to plan, I really am crossing my fingers because they're really pissing me off. But um, if keen, all mate. goes to plan, it should be ready for you to open on the show. And it it connects to Doctor Who, like I said, so it makes sense for you opening on the show. I love it. I'm so I'm so excited for that man. Uh, yeah, it's going to be, be a cool. great episode. I, think, I told him. I told Mitchell while I'm getting you, and he was like, "That's a fucking great present." I'm like, "Thank you, thank you." I'm keen. It's a good. It's a um, great idea, and I'm. I'm literally gonna. I'm literally gonna do this. Get the same for me, in the new year. So that's so interesting. Like I, I'm. I'm intrigued. Like I don't usually get too yeah, excited I, I for presents you're these really days, but it. I'm. Uh, I'm pretty fucking keen for it. Like you. you give yeah, me I reckon. I reckon you're really fucked with it. I'm really excited to see what you do with it. What I do with it. Oh. Whoa. Get excited, like a, a Multi-purpose thing. Maybe, maybe it's a dildo, a Doctor Who dildo. We can only hope. Put it that yeah, way. I'd love that. Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna down the rest of this whiskey. Mmm. Delish. Delicious. Delicious eggnog. Mmm. You only get 31 sweet noggy days. I've uh, never had eggnog in my life, so I have no idea how this. It's basically eggnog like custard taste. It's like it's like drinking custard, pretty much. I'm keen. We're gonna get festive. Um, yeah, we will. We're gonna we're gonna play the festive theme for about three seconds as as a teaser. Oh, did you feel it? You feeling Christmassy? Cool. Uh, kind of. Awesome. My my dad's fucking calling me. Uh, unlucky. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um. Okay. Let's wrap things up, Connor. We've we've jacked on enough. Um. Is this our longest episode? I know it's our longest recording, but there's a good like Probably. five, six minutes there where we, we're going to have to cut out. Yeah, where we stopped. Yeah. I'm um, keen to have a bowl of cereal and sit in my ass. Yeah, I'm keen to fucking urinate, to be honest. Um, <laughs> keen to urinate and uh, have another glass of whiskey. Oh, cool. God bless. Love it. Connor, Thank you. All right, you ready? Three seasons in, mate. What a year. Thanks so much yeah, to everyone you, for listening Always throughout the year. I know we've still got one more one more episode this year, and then uh, the New Year's special early next year. Uh, but you know, it is the finale, so it does feel like a bit of an end of days, you know. So, thanks so much to everyone for listening. Thank you, Aiden. Yeah, thanks, guys. God bless. Love you all. Follow us on Twitter at fifty Doctor Connor for the last time this season. Would you like to lead us out in song? I would love to, Aiden. Let's do it. Ready? Ping and let's go. And a one, and a two, and a skinny little do. It's Aiden's and Connor's podcast. They're doing Doctor Who reviews. Doing Doctor Who reviews. Season final, that's a wrap. See you at Christmas, everybody. Bam. Oh. I'm gonna, that, that definitely fucking peaked. Oh my god. Ha <laughs> ha.